Welcome to What's Up With That Bro. It's the podcast where we're watching the TV show Lost in reverse order from the last episode to the first episode with Chad, and he's never seen Lost before. Well, I, I did just watch an episode of Lost, but I mean, before we started recording this podcast, I had never watched Lost before. So you have watched it, but just only for us to talk about on the show. Correct. And you've only watched backwards up until episode four of season five? Yes. Yeah. So 31 episodes. Sure, that sounds like the right number. <laughs> and I'm another one of your bros on the show. I'm AJ, and tonight we're considering Lost Season 5, Episode 4, The Little Prince. And um, just to kind of get us into what we're talking about tonight, in 2007, Kate Austin tries to find out who wants custody of Aaron. Benjamin Linus and Jack Shepard continue their quest to reunite the Oceanic Six, and uh, at the island, James, or Sawyer Ford, and John Locke devise a plan which might possibly stop the time flashes. And uh, don't we, don't we have someone special here with us? For sure. And tonight we're introducing our guest, Brandon Cruz. Oh, oh hello. Yeah, welcome. Hello, everybody in this room <laughs> and listening. I, I feel like I've heard your voice before, Brandon. Where where might I be familiar with you from? Uh, you might recognize me from such hits as Last Night's Dinner. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I host... Um, Interdimensional RSS Rick and Morty podcast, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Ah. Let's not let's not get into any of this like <laughs> officially affiliated uh, nonsense. No, 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 no. We we are not affiliated. Uh, is there an official Rick and Morty podcast? <laughs> uh, no, but you know, if Justin Roiland ever gets in the in the mood. Sweet. So you're the de facto. So you're kind of the renegade in the uh, <laughs> yeah. Rick and Morty podcast world right now. Yeah, we're we're the ones who like go on Twitter and then like, hey guy, hey anybody associated with the show, you want to come on and talk to awesome. us? And probably blacklisted. <laughs> 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 What's better than I mean, just challenging them to fights? <laughs> it's a little different. Yeah. 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 Please check it out. It's the RSS feed. Yeah, yeah, Interdimensional RSS, uh, you can, it's on iTunes and Stitcher and every other podcast app. And then uh, we're, on, we're on Twitter at Rick and Morty Pod, so. Yeah, you guys are great. I mean, I love the podcast. I got a chance to tune in for the premiere, so it was yeah. a lot of fun. And also, that's a pretty clutch Twitter handle. Yeah. It yeah. makes you guys sound official. Yeah. Dude, we, we got, we, we lucked out and we got on the bandwagon at the right time. And it was, it was serendipitous because we started the, we started the podcast with the intent of just doing an episode by episode recap for the new season. Mm. But, you know, in iTunes, you have to, you have to put your episode out there first before iTunes will accept it. Right. And we're like, okay, well, we'll start in February and then certainly the season will drop any second now, <laughs> any second now. But we got into the habit of making new episodes nah. without episodes to talk about. So like, all right. So we had to like we had to find a way to talk about the show, but not an episode by episode recap. And so it just it just ended up working out for us. Nice. Very nice. And now we do recaps. Sweet. <laughs> much well, I mean, easier. I guess with the new season coming up, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm kind of looking forward to this season. Of yeah. Rick and Morty. I mean, it's a great show. It's one of my favorites. Well, I, I uh, go ahead and say this. I appreciate you gents having me on. Uh, a huge, huge fan of Lost uh, when it was originally running. Yeah, let's get into this. Yeah. Like, what is your history with Lost? How did you come to know about the show? Uh, so, Lost, Lost was a thing that the first season came out, and everyone was like, "Oh my God, Lost! Oh, this is the oh the mysteries!" <laughs> and then, and I was like, "That's." The part of me that is totally uh, nonconformist is like, yeah, you chumps. Uh, I don't know if we, I don't know if this chump is is allowed to. Can we say that on the show? Can, yeah. we, can we cuss yeah. on the show? Actually, we do market strictly to grandmothers. For okay, this all right. So we do encourage you to watch your language. Oh, God, uh, these whittlers. <laughs> I don't know why is that. Is that? I don't yeah. think that's an you insult. You can use any any curse words that are from the last thirty years because grandmas don't know those ones. Okay, <laughs> all right, dag, dag nabbit. So. So I was like, nonconformist dag nab guns, right? <laughs> and uh, this this dude I was working with at the time, he was like, you know what? Let's watch shows during our lunch break. I'm like, all right. He's like, Lost. You haven't watched Lost? Let's get into it. And I was like, okay, I'll just watch the pilot and then the F you uh, and I'll be done. But the pilot was so good, uh, which you haven't seen, uh, Chad, that I was like, okay, then I, that was okay at that point in time. Um, and that's actually kind of how I met my co-host for the the podcast, Travis, because we were he would throw like lost parties, and then we would we'd oh, get together. Oh wow! Getting like the secret history of nah. your, your current podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then it just it just kind of stuck, and we it was fun. It was a fun, you know, all the ups and downs of 
Carlton Cuse <laughs> nice. and Damon Lindelof's nice. masterpiece. So you, you've gone through the entire series from the pilot until the completion? Yes, yes. And in watching this episode today, I'm like, oh, where am I in the, the timeline of this, this, this show? Like, I don't know how everybody got to where they are anymore. But yeah, I, I've, I've watched it all. I think this season, I think, was my favorite. Season five? Yes, mm. I, think, I think so. Mm. Other than the first season. I see. Was there ever a time during the watch where you started to kind of fall off or kind of lose love for the show? Uh, so I'm, I'm trying to avoid any spoilers for you, for you, sir, Chad, because... You can I, speak in vague terms and just say, well, season three was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, the writer strike shit was, yeah, was yeah. awful. Like, they... <laughs> There were, there were a couple of episodes in that season where the writer strike, they were just like, this has nothing to do with anything. They like gave backstories <laughs> for things that didn't even matter. Like, like there's the dog? This, like, is there one with the backstory of the dog? Oh, Shit. that would I hope there's uh, one. <laughs> uh, like this this pack of, of five peppermint gum, right? They'd be like, uh, Jack had it in his pocket. And so like the that episode would be like, how did Jack get a packet of five peppermint gum in his pocket? And they do a flashback for that. And you're like, why? This is stupid. It's just like the packet of gum having like going through really hard times, yeah. living a life on the street. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and like, crack. like throwing up out of like one of its foil folds. <laughs> it's just a little gum packet just going up to randoms on the street. Like, I'll suck your dick. I'll suck your dick. I, <laughs> I am very interested to watch an entire season of stalling because they don't know what's going <laughs> Happen next. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, well, I mean, we haven't gotten there yet, but just did, to watch your Did they appetite. just get all of the uh, the cast to show up and then they just improv for a whole season? <laughs> yeah. For like an yeah. entire season. They just went like, just have fun with it, yeah. you guys. Yeah. They just showed up on set and they're like, oh, Sawyer, you got that blue shirt on. We're going to do an episode about Sawyer's blue shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's not do an episode about Kate crying. <laughs> I mean, like, what's the backstory on Kate crying every scene she's in? Like, in 2000-whatever, 2005 Seven internet. Eight, yeah. yeah, or, yeah, around that time, like, the 2007 or 8, they just, like, went to the net and, like, what do people want? What do people love about the show? <laughs> they want more Sawyer, they want more Kate, they want more Jack. It's just, like, a whole, <laughs> it's a whole improv season of, like, love triangles and shit. Yeah. Oh, boy. I, I can't <laughs> wait to see that and they're like in the writers' room, like, okay, give me a suggestion. I need a suggestion, <laughs> like doing the UCB style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that would have been great. Well, this episode is called "The Little Prince." Oh, maybe we can go into what this whole thing was about. What, how did you guys feel about the episode as a whole? I thought this was actually a really interesting episode. Uh, uh, like I said, when the episode finished, I'm like, oh man, that made me want to watch the next episode, even though I just watched it. <laughs> I really thought it was interesting. One of the the two big things that I took away from this episode is I think that because it opens with a scene where Kate is holding Aaron, we're supposed to believe that the little prince is Aaron. Wow. And we're thinking about it as like, you know, the little prince, the book about the, uh, the space prince with the fox or whatever. <laughs> I, I never actually read it. <laughs> but I think that it's actually about Ben being short and being a Machiavellian prince. Interesting. <laughs> Ooh. Go on. Because he's the one who's manipulating everything that's happening right now. Yeah. And then his lawyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know we're going to get into it, but let's talk about this lawyer. This dude does not believe in offices. Like, he, <laughs> the only person that he meets in an office in this episode is Kate. Like, a- otherwise, he's just kind of running around, like, from place to place. Like, like this lawyer is like, fuck offices. I'll come to you. Well, maybe he's a solo practitioner who actually rents op- uh, rents meeting rooms. Instead of having an actual office, <laughs> like I know, notes. I know that that wasn't as common before the cloud became a big thing. But it is stuff that some lawyers do now. Yeah. Huh, okay. Maybe maybe he just uh, he's a, a squatting lawyer, and so he just like <laughs> finds he walks into offices and he like meet me at this office at this time, ah. and, and then he he tries to get you know whatever litigation out of the way as quick as he can <laughs> before the owners like hey shoo shoo and like <laughs> they push him out with like a broom. <laughs> It's a giant push probe, yeah. and they're just shoving this lawyer yeah. out. Get out of here! Get out of here! We told you! He's like, all right, look, um, I'm glad you came to discuss your case with me. Um, they're going to bring over a five-piece from the KFC counter any second now. <laughs> but in the meantime, you know what? You've been done wrong, and we need to write this for you. Who, who ordered the uh, pot pie? Who ordered the pot pie? <laughs> no, not me. I got the famous bowl. <laughs> oh, shit. It's all over my tie. Uh, yeah. You know what? Um, we're going to have to reschedule this meeting. <laughs> Hold on, let me uh, go to my satellite office uh, and get another tie out of my trunk. (laughs) 
So like Chad was saying, we kind of open up with uh, Jack and Kate, I guess, in the beginning of the episode, discussing what to do about Aaron and what's going to happen with Aaron in this situation. I was a little distracted because, like, Kate is dressed like a middle school teacher in this scene. (laughs) It's like, did anybody else get that? It's like this weird, like, jack or sweater thing that she's wearing. It's fine, but she looks very... Like she's ready to teach like a sixth grade science class, <laughs> a sixth period science class. Yeah. I think she, she, you know, she dressed up, you know, like she probably, she's a mother now, you know. Uh, <laughs> she's a brand new mother. She's a brand new yeah. mother. You know, she's, she's trying to get herself back into the world, you know, trying to find her groove. You know, <laughs> you know she, I mean, she doesn't, she doesn't seem to have a lot of friends other than, you know, son. So, you know, maybe, maybe she just needs a good designer. Yeah, I, I agree. Other titles for this episode? How Kate got her group. <laughs> so they kind of have that whole thing. Yeah, I, I guess we we kind of see the relationship between Kate and Aaron fleshed out a little bit more than what we've gotten previously from the way they were watching it. So we know that she has a, a really close connection with, with the boy that is not her son, which I guess... Uh, but she's pretending that it's her son. Right, right. I mean, I don't know where we can go with that, but the episode kind of just pretty much puts it all out there. But then she does take responsibility. I remember doing the original run, it felt a little odd to me because here we have Jack and Jack is actually a blood relative. And then we have Kate and she's not. So why hasn't Jack taken on the responsibility of his nephew? No, isn't Jack also a substance abuse per- uh, abuser? Yeah. It, yeah. it seems that way, but was he that way on the island? Was he that way after he left? I mean, that's what we're led to believe from what we've seen so far. If but, we just have to infer. Yeah, he got suspended from work for substance abuse. Who <laughs> he walks away from that that other doctor very rudely, like. I don't know about you guys, but if my boss or somebody in authority comes up to me yeah. asking questions like, hey, aren't you suspended? Aren't you not supposed to be here on the premises? My my inkling wouldn't just be to like, oh, I'm sorry, I have to take this and just fucking <laughs> fuck off. You know what I mean? Because essentially that's what Jack does. Especially when they're talking about liability issues. Yeah. If something yeah. ac- bad actually happens, ooh, the medical claims conciliation panel is not going to look fondly at that. How yeah. is he not fired? Or how is he not in more trouble at the end of this episode? Like, I swear to God, we see him doctoring it up in the later episodes like he just goes back right like oh and she's gonna go into wait, that room wait, later what? on no is that not what happened <laughs> no I, uh, i'm pretty sure that after this uh, he goes back to the island yeah that's right and then he they, they never see him again <laughs> except in the uh the sideways reality where uh, none of that substance abuse stuff yeah. happened there you go yeah. okay but she's gonna go back into that room that he just walked out of for treating a patient there's gonna be a dead guy in there yeah or a very sleepy guy yeah. at the least <laughs> yeah uh, there's a point i wanted to make this is a dart joke i think uh, <laughs> there's a point i wanted to make about this guy comes in and he shoots at saeed uh with two darts uses two darts specifically now and then saeed when he gets the dart gun he shoots the guy twice i noticed mm. that and i'm like is that gun like you have to shoot it twice? <laughs> it's like a double barreled <laughs> yeah, like dart gun. Like if you don't shoot twice, like it jams. But <laughs> maybe maybe they they're just all uh, following. What was it the second rule of Zombie Land? Oh. Double tap. <laughs> <laughs> so you always have to double tap your trank targets yeah. Yeah. for all that. Stuff. Did Zombie Land come out before or after this episode Ooh. of Lost? Zombie Land, I think, was maybe '09. I think it was after. Oh, that was after oh, okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what we're learning is that Zombieland borrowed very heavily from the scene. <laughs> <laughs> They're just one writer going like, I fucking got it. I got it. Somebody bring me into the into the studio. I got this whole movie on lock. I was struggling with that one double tap, you know, how to kill zombies. And- I was just trying to figure out rule number two. <laughs> I got this. The original opening for Lost was actually zombies running out of a titty bar. <laughs> so, but they're like, ah, you know what, JJ was like, let's not do that. <laughs> Save it for season six. Yeah, that's true. While they're on that boat, kind of Jack in his moment of... Um, of need kind of goes and tells uh, Kate, yo, I'm going to need somebody to back me up here when I tell everybody we need to get our story straight about what happened on this island and all this and that and the other. Um, He says, I need you to be with me. And then she says in this like tearful way, I've always been with you. Uh, What do you guys make of that? I never actually loved Sawyer. I was only Mm. there for you. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. It just seems so strange. they've, They've always had this on again, off again relationship. You know, like I liken it to friends, <laughs> like friends, but like on an island. Uh, yeah, and, and he's kind of like he's kind of like the Ross. You know, I would say Sawyer's more of a Chandler, but uh, <laughs> Sawyer ends up with Juliet, 
right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At, at, at the end of the series, I think. I haven't watched any, any episode. <laughs> uh, so, like, going back and looking how much Sawyer's fawning over Kate, knowing where they end up, I'm just kind of like, I kind of roll my eyes at this, the romance stuff. Mm. And then the whole Kate's, like, kind of, like, back and forth between Sawyer and, and Jack. It was always like, okay, Kate, come on, quit being so flighty. Just pick one. Right. Um, so when she says to Jack, I've always always been there, whatever... And we're like, yeah, I don't know if that's wholly accurate. I hear you. I think you're in good company when you mention that, because I think, I don't know if I'm, uh, I don't want to speak to everybody else here, but I know a lot of us on the on the show are not too fond of this whole romantic triangle. I don't know if that's just because it's just not our thing, or maybe it's maybe built for a different kind of... I think a that's a big of part of it. Favorite. And also, the reason they do that kind of stuff a lot of times in shows is to keep you watching. To see what happens, but we already know what happens. So now we're just seeing them go around in the circle. Now we're just no watching reason. them fart around. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a really good point. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. Makes sense. Like you know how a lot of times when uh, shows have the uh, the will they won't they thing between the uh, the male and female leads, the unresolved sexual tension, and you know how the shows immediately go downhill once they actually get together. Yeah. I my experience with this show has been post uh, resolving sexual tension, so I've only been watching the <laughs> shitty part, <laughs> which is the part that everything was building up to. So it's like someone told me, "Oh yeah, Bruce Willis was dead the whole time right before I walked into Six Sense." <laughs> that's a perfect analogy. It's yeah, that that's pretty apt. It's almost like as if. You started as a millionaire, and then now you have to just watch your money slowly trickle away until you're just a broke, impoverished gum wrapper giving blowjobs on the street. But uh, it's it. Very when you bizarre. say gum wrapper, do you mean that uh, I don't have any teeth when I give blowjobs? <laughs> it means that you're a person who doesn't have any teeth, but you also enjoy the free flow where you can ride a beat. <laughs> just lay down some sick, sick dope rhymes. Man. No, 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 no we're, not, we're not doing this on the air. Okay. What? So what? What the fuck? I mean, do we know the whole deal with Son and that in that delivery that she receives from Derek at the door? The dude comes to the door. He goes delivery, and he just has a name tag. Says Derek never comes back into play in the episode. We don't ever see Derek again. All we know is that Derek brought a delivery. Uh-huh to her room and, and, and props to the costume designer <laughs> for like incorporating that little detail like you know what that that changed the whole episode up for me i like i was going to give it a two but derek came in and saved the day that, uh, god bless derek i'm wondering if the whole thing with uh, the name tag is like what happened with what was it time supermarket oh ah. where it became what was it tim's, tim's? tim's? yes oh uh, where they're just like Let's just change, like, one thing about this outfit, and then uh, it's no longer the hotel uniform anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, is... We'll just swap out the Hilton Hawaiian Village name tag for this one without branding. Ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was at the Hilton. Yeah, it's just a singular, just Derek. I don't know. I would imagine he has to, like, hang that up at the end of the day. And it's probably, it's, this, is, this is getting into the many weeds here, but, like, I wonder if Derek has ever lost his name tag during the course <laughs> of his job. Not for this episode, but I mean, it's it's happened to the best of us. Yeah. <laughs> what if, what if today was the day that he lost his name tag and he had to borrow someone else's? Yeah. What if he's not Derek? Yeah. What, what if, if his name is something totally different? What it's... if his name is Dave? <laughs> lost. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's like a writer strike episode, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Just like let's get into the uh, specifics of where Derek's name tag is. <laughs> I'm like you're not the true Derek. Little son would have known that. Little font is the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little it, font. It, it's very curious that son gets that package with uh, pictures of uh, Jack and Ben together. I wondered whether she had one or both of them under surveillance, mm. and that's why uh, she had got that. Or if there's someone who's looking out for her, and it's just like, mm, yeah, this Ben guy, he, he fucks up everything, and he's uh, hanging out with your friend's uh, ex-boyfriend now. Maybe you should get strapped. Yeah, so <laughs> so you think that it was, it was Sun that had set up the surveillance and the gun? Um, uh, I don't think that she was the one to set up the gun. I think that uh, she had set up surveillance on Ben, and when it looked like Ben was going to be in her life again, whoever it was that was doing the surveilling uh, was like, mm, you should protect yourself. 
Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see how that be, uh, how that would go. I don't know. I, I my default assumption would have went to like someone in Whitmore's camp did this whole mm. thing, like that set up the delivery. Oh, as but, part of the uh, chess piece moves against Ben. Yeah, that's that's the only thing that would make some sort of sense to me oh, as to who oh. was behind it. Yeah, she didn't seem surprised at all that there was a gun under that box of chocolates. She was just very chill about yeah. it too. So I, I didn't watch the episode after this. Uh, is that is that an actual gun or is that a, is that another one of these a double dart guns? Oh, it's a, it's an actual. gun. I don't gun. think she ever shoots anybody, so we don't really know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't know. I just I put up my I just put up my assumption flares. You know what happens when you assume, you guys. Yeah, you 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 make some. <laughs> you make you make some pie. Yeah, it's, when you assume, you make pie. <laughs> I, I have a question about the the gun. So Sun receives the gun in this box of chocolates. And is it like Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory where, where Charlie's like, the, the ticket probably makes the chocolate taste terrible? <laughs> Do you think the gun changes the flavor profile of those chocolates? If it was recently fired, maybe. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well-oiled. Yeah. <laughs> well-oiled gun. Like, oh, this chocolate kind of tastes like gunpowder. <laughs> Whatever, canola oil. What do you use to, <laughs> to, to oil clean a gun? Do you use like olive oil? I don't know. I have no I, idea. I have no idea. <laughs> like you guys are, we, we get everyone listening. You guys are in the presence of four men that are not as familiar with guns, but maybe, maybe a couple of us. We're are. just bad at upkeep of our guns. We're yeah, bad at guns. We're, we're bad at gun maintenance. <laughs> oh my! We're it, awesome at gun shooting. Them. Really? Because I've been just t- chucking my gun in my backyard. Like, is it is it bad that? Yeah, I once do it that? jams, I just throw it away. <laughs> yeah, I, well, once mine jams, I just leave it at a public school. <laughs> yeah. I let the kids find it. I always considered guns just like adult Pez dispensers. <laughs> so I don't like I go buy some Pez and I I load up my magazine <laughs> with, with Pez. <laughs> I didn't know that you own a twenty-two. <laughs> That's about the size of Pez. Yeah, and then I, crap. Put, I put it right next to my uh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> theme. And then seven. you hold on to your butt. <laughs> well, yeah, um, we kind of get a little more glimpse into the time travel sickness no. that everybody's kind of experiencing. Which we kind of came into it at the tail end on the last episode. So we're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> but then we kind of get the explanation and background sort of from Daniel Faraday who says like, yeah, your body has like an internal clock and the time traveling is, is kind of fucking with that, which is fine, but it just seemed like a convenient way to give them stakes for time travel. And he then that said, was it. it's really bad jet lag. <laughs> <laughs> to which I started writing in all capital letters in my notebook very angrily, really bad jet lag. But before I even got to the question marks, Juliet said on the show, Really bad jet lag doesn't cause you to hemorrhage blood. <laughs> I was like, thank you, Juliet. Uh, that's great. So I guess that was her serving as like the audience surrogate for that scene. Mm-hmm. So it, it was just, it, it was fine. It was like a flimsy reason, yeah. but it was it was good enough to get us through that scene. They kind of just did some hand wavy stuff. And I'm like, yeah, time travel sickness. You guys get it. I mean, Faraday, is, he's a physicist, not a doctor. <laughs> I mean, it's like a doctor, but like not that kind of doctor. Yeah. He's a doctor of physics. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, oh my god, I'm bleeding so much. He had so much dry blood on his shirt. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I, I'm not a, I'm not a hemophobe or whatever, but I had, I did have a small problem. I think we talked about this in previous episodes. Also, though. I think that's the correct word. Hemophobe? I think so. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I, it's just so weird. There's like so much blood, right? And she's kind of bleeding and uh, she's just not Well, if it was like time. hemorrhaging and not just regular like uh, nose blood, then that that's a lot of blood because I've hemorrhaged from my nose before. Mm-hmm. Uh, after I got alcohol poisoning when I turned 18, the next two times I tried to drink, my nose was just like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you just you started to bleed? Yeah, I just started hemorrhaging blood uh, from my nose after drinking because oh. my blood pressure spiked so mm-hmm. high. Oh, shit. That it was just like, oh, blood needs to escape your body. It's just going to squirt out your nose. <laughs> did, did it feel like really bad jet lag? Yeah. Uh, kind of. Eventually, I started to get really tired, but I think that was the blood loss. <laughs> so, oh so, my God. so Faraday's not, he's not wrong. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> Checks uh, out. <laughs> I, I had two thoughts about, uh, what's, what's the, the redhead's name? Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte, right. So one, I didn't know where like the blood stopped and her hair started. <laughs> <laughs> that the problem with redheads. Yeah. Uh, and then her teeth are so white and she had no blood on her teeth. Uh, and I, I was like, 
she has the prettiest teeth as <laughs> as her like face is just covered with caked on blood. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like they're people get lipstick on their their teeth, uh-huh. right? With just like smiling a little bit, and she had like no blood on her teeth. It took me out of it. <laughs> Time travel, one thing. Yeah. No blood on the teeth. <laughs> so like the Derek scene was fine. This scene, no blood on the teeth. Get the fuck out of here. This Cancel is- this. Right. The suspension of disbelief only goes so far. Come on, you guys. Seriously, no bloody teeth. <laughs> Well, they what? use that, that caro syrup for uh, fake blood. And oh, that's right. Yeah, and it's really sweet. So you put it on your teeth, you just want to lick it off. <laughs> You're just like, mm, fake blood. <laughs> Charlotte, the actor, actress, you need to stop licking your teeth. <laughs> I can't. I'm it's a stick. candy. It's so delicious. Really Except in a it. British accent. <laughs> uh, so we notice that the... The team that's flashing through time decides to go back to the orchid. We find them there in the episode that we already covered. But, um, yeah, it's not really an Easter egg corner or anything, but they that's one of the things that they kind of hinted at before. Like, now they're going back to the orchid, which is one of the three places you can go on the show. Mm-hmm. The orchid, the beach, and then, like, maybe other ten or something yeah. like that. Is there is there a word for uh, the origin of a callback? Ooh. Like. The thing that happens that creates callbacks later. Oh. Because like you said, uh, we're watching them go to one of the three places, which is later referenced in the show as the three places that they go to. Yeah. Uh, one of the other things that gets called back to later is uh, when Miles says, I don't understand why I'm being affected by this as much as Charlotte, because I've only been here for the same amount of time that you guys have. And then later we find out, nope, you mm. grew up here. Like, you were a small child on this island. So you've been exposed uh, just as much as Charlotte has. Right. Yeah, Yeah. I guess if they know what's going to happen, then it's foreshadowing. If it's okay. just a line that they said, and then later on they go, oh, we're going to make something out of this. Mm-hmm. That's going to have a different name. And that's just what, writer invention? <laughs> and, I guess. And, and I think you just described Lost. Yeah. <laughs> the entire <laughs> show. Uh, pretty much, right? Okay, so the nosebleed was foreshadowing then. Yeah, I think so. But I think when, when Daniel says, well, when he says to Daniel, well, I've only been here for a few days. I've never been here before. And then Daniel goes, are you sure about that? Whatever. Like that was supposed to just be like a, a mystery point mm-hmm. for us to go, oh, that means something. But they didn't know what that meant probably uh, at the time. Yeah, that's right. We kind of got the fact, I think as an audience, we're supposed to understand that Charlotte was on the island as a child. But she only gives that information to Daniel in the episode that we saw last. Right. right? And we don't hear anything about uh, Miles. And, well, we hear it in, in this episode. So it goes Miles and then Charlotte, if we're watching it in the correct way. But, um, yeah, I, I guess up until this point, we didn't know that Miles was on the island prior. Lost. <laughs> so I, I feel like they didn't even know Miles was going to be a baby on the on there until... I guess it's the same season in the... Yeah, it is yeah. the same season. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah, yeah, so maybe it was foreshadowing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they, they probably had it all mapped out, like the outline for the season yeah. on some blackboard yeah. before they broke it down into whatever. Like pictures with a string from one character to another. <laughs> yeah. Like conspiracy board. Yeah. yeah. It's just... it's just Red yarn. It's just a bunch of writers just really, really into like red yarn <laughs> and like thumbtacks. Yeah. What are the, uh, I was going to say something about Miles. Uh, well, he mentioned that he was uh, he was having those blood. Yeah, I guess he was having yeah, the designated complainer. The, de- yeah. the designated complainer. <laughs> the yeah. designated audience surrogate normally, I guess. Because I think he's just supposed to... He's almost like a pressure valve. I kind of view Miles, the character, as a pressure valve on the show. Because without Miles, I think the audience... Well, I, I could be wrong here, but I, I would think that the audience would be so frustrated because a lot of the things are kind of, you know, not spelled out. But when you have Miles or someone like Miles who's kind of calling out the weird thing that's happening on the island... What? This yeah. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. How does and this it, even work? Yeah, so it, like, it allows the audience to go like, that's what I thought. And then like it release, releases a little pressure and then the audience is all like, they know. They know this is weird. <laughs> yeah. I'll trust them a little, for one more episode. Just one more. You guys are getting one more out of me. And then like Miles does his, you know, like, well, I don't know about this because of that thing. <laughs> is there, a, is there a, a, a phrase in uh, film or cinema that refers to the audience surrogate and, and that kind of I mean, other than audience yeah, surrogate. Yeah, I think that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and like the effect. The Miles. Yeah, the, the I think it's called the uh, Little Prince. The less. That, that's right. Uh, yeah, I go back to my film class. I, I skipped that. <laughs> I skipped that chapter. I was like, uh, mise en scene, Little Prince. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess Sonny and Sergey, right? I mean, but yeah, that sounds. There might be another set of words. I think it's a, a Saro for short. Yeah, there you go. Asaro, yeah. Asaro. You know, I think a lot of shows, especially you know weirder ones, that uh, they have to have that that thing for like casual viewers yeah. or or folks who are like they're already they're on the line. Like, ah, I don't know if I can keep going with this time travel nonsense. Uh, oh, there's somebody who's like us. You know what? If he thinks it's weird, <laughs> then, then I'm okay for thinking it's I'm totally on board. <laughs> I don't think it's a film term, but I know that, like, on the internet, a lot of times the person who's pointing out the weird thing that doesn't make sense, it's called lampshading. Because mm. it's like you're hanging a lampshade on something. It's supposedly trying to disguise it, but it doesn't actually like you know like if you're trying to hide in someone's living room and then you put a lampshade on your head you still look like a human being that's a fucking awesome term i'm yeah. gonna remember that forever yeah there's, there's there are lots of terms that are like lampshading mm-hmm. that gaslighting just lots yeah. of lighting terms. <laughs> yeah you know what is it about light foreshadowing wow. that's also a play on lights <laughs> yep. and lighting i like how gaslighting is a term for this show it's just like oh yeah no the show is just trying to convince us we're the crazy ones everything makes sense <laughs> This is a really good show. Trust me. <laughs> uh, that's like the words that many friends have either like hung their hat on or been hung by <laughs> when suggesting this show. But then, yeah, I guess it's just it's just one of those. It's a different kind of way to engage. But I always had a hard time. Well, not a hard time, but I kind of wondered like how casual watchers of the show got down on this because there's so much moving parts and all this stuff. So I don't, it's hard to be like a casual watcher. Like it's not like you're watching, you know. Uh, insert sitcom here. I was gonna say something like according to Jim, but I don't know. I don't want to be. <laughs> I don't want to be mean to Jim Belushi. Yeah. I mean, don't be hard on him. You know, like he's. I mean, he's, he's, ki- a, he's, he's like, doing it. He's doing well. He's killing it on um, Twin Peaks this season. Yes. <laughs> ah, thank, thank you. Speaking of, speaking of uh, audience surrogate, that show has none. <laughs> oh no! Love yeah, I, I'm in. I'm in love with it. There's I know no, we're, there's we're no like point of. Uh, entry character or anything? No, no, it's so different. Oh, it's so God. bizarre. <laughs> Love it. Uh, you know, when when I when I was originally like watching the show, you know, it's such a like a water cooler discussion. Like this show. Are you talking about Lost or Twin Peaks? I'm, I'm talking about Lost. Okay, <laughs> bring it back. Twin Peaks. I'm. It's. That's a much more rare conversation to have with somebody <laughs> to watch Twin Peaks. I'm just like, it's fucking weird, but I love it. And they're like, this is this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> and you're weird for liking it. Uh, but as far as Lost, like, the whole water cooler discussion of TV, like, the show really did kind of, like, bring that to the forefront on television. And cause, because it has so much stuff going in it, and it's so easy to, to pick apart and say, like, oh, let's explore the mythology here. Or what do you think this means? Ooh, foreshadowing. Do you think that Widmore is, you know, like, it's so much easier to try to figure out what's going to happen. In the off-seasons, they also had all this, like, alternate reality stuff that had, like, they talked about, like, the Black Pearl and all this other jazz. Mm. They even and, had, like, a video game about the game. Yeah. yeah. about the show. Yeah. And even, like, I got caught up with that, like, oh, I know what's going to happen. There's going to be a bomb and then something else is going to happen, and then Faraday is going to be a god. I don't know. It, just, it gets so absurd, and it was just so easy to do that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was, yeah, you're right. It was so absurd. Like, it could have went any, any way. Like, Faraday could have been the god of the island, and, like, not even a Jacob god. Like, he just could have been, like, a time god or something. You know what I mean? Like, or something. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's such a strange thing. He could have been, like, the doctor who of the island or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, his family was were coconuts. <laughs> on the island it you know, could it could have happened oh, it yeah. could have chad is shaking his head in disbelief what? do you not believe that faraday's parents could have been coconuts wait how how would that even work um i mean it's, like this he's, is he's a genetically modified coconut <laughs> okay i got it here we go coconuts gain consciousness trans uh-huh. transmute themselves into human flesh they become eloise and charles whitmore and they make a son that's a scientific <laughs> Uh, Astro? No, regular. Yeah, someone makes like a yeah. uh, like a snowman, but out of sand, right? <laughs> and the heads are coconuts, yeah. and then a magical hat falls uh, on them. I mean, <laughs> have, have you ever uh, watched the Langoliers? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, you know how like the the Pac-Man monsters mm-hmm. they're eating time. <laughs> yeah, right? the Langoliers. They're eating time, <laughs> and they're round shaped pack. Like those are coconuts. 
The Langoliers are coconuts. Well, there you go. Look, we okay. solved it. We've oh. solved Stephen King's The Langoliers tonight. Something I didn't think we were going to do, but we did it, you yeah. guys. High fives all around. <laughs> it could only be done on this podcast. <laughs> Speaking of which, if they're eating time, these Langoliers, what the, like, if you're eating it, it goes through a digestive system of some sort. So what happens to the eaten time? Fuck me. Same Fuck thing that I'm happens saying. to anything Jesus. that gets eaten. What is that? Same thing that happens to anything that gets eaten. Yeah, it has to be excreted, yeah, right? Yeah, there's a turd. <laughs> yeah, so, there, there's a time turd. The <laughs> layers are leaving time turds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just like, no, we just keep eating it. Uh, yeah, we we'll just eat forever. <laughs> it, t- it turns into the time machine with Guy Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> so as we see, uh, we only started seeing these time flashes. Uh, in this last, the last episode and now into this one. As we keep having more and more of these time travel episodes, we're going to have to keep having people do that horrible Doctor Who thing where they keep going, oh, I don't know where we are. And, oh, I think you mean you don't know when we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was, yeah. I don't know. Is is that a point of enjoyment for us? <laughs> or would that, would that be a point of enjoyment for you, for somebody to have that line in the line of dialogue for a show? Or Only if it's more? the exact same person saying it every time. <laughs> and you can see every all the other characters visibly start to get annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually make it enjoyable for me. I agree. I agree 100%. That sounds, yeah, that sounds fucking great. Um, something else I kind of liked about this episode was off island we see jack and kate and there's a lot of stuff going on and you know there, there's there's a whole bunch going on but um i thought it was kind of great where jack has a lot going on we don't know what what he has going on but we know based on those photos that that son gets that he's in league or he's involved with ben like he had a beard now he doesn't maybe whatever is going on there's there's stuff happening with with jack he's getting phone calls from hurley he's checking in on saeed but when he comes to kate um, and Kate says, oh, you, you know, you just need to go or you need to leave right now or whatever. He kind of, he kind of puts all that shit on the back burner and he goes, oh, what's, what's going on with you? Which I thought was great. Cause then like, um, for all the shit that I give the, uh, the whole relationship dynamic on the show, it, it is kind of nice to know that he's not so self-involved or over-involved in what's going on, which is pretty heavy stuff. Like, you know, people are coming with trank darts and stuff, <laughs> but he's able to put, to shelf that and like consider Kate's feelings or Kate's disposition because he knows that she's concerned about something, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of fun to see. Yeah, no, it's really yeah. great to see the guy just be like, no, but how was your day? <laughs> <laughs> Enough about me, baby girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I don't, it's just something that I noticed that was kind of fun to see, but I, I did like that we got that from this character um, as opposed to him just being like, yeah, well, fuck your day. We got shit happening. Like, people <laughs> happening. Things are yeah. happening. Like, people are coming after everybody. Hurley and Saeed and, and all this. We need to get our shit together and get the fuck out and get back to the island. But he doesn't do any of that. But um, he's able to do that. And he even try- goes as far as um, speaking to Claire's mother, Mrs. Littleton, in the, the hotel because he, think it's, because he thought it was a different thing, which we see, you know, play out strangely. But, um, but yeah, that's kind of interesting. And then we also kind of see Jack falling back into his usual habit of being the fixer being the, the saver you know captain save everybody where he says okay let me go and fix this and he wants to go and yeah yeah <laughs> I, I like how you censored yourself there <laughs> captain save everybody <laughs> chad knows what i was going for there um was there any significance i have to ask this about her saying to jack you shaved your beard as, mm. as working our way backwards is there a significance there to you from what we've seen already we've seen jack without his beard right yeah i think we've only seen him once in the lock episode with the beard and he's oh it's right and he seemed really disheveled and drunk yeah and all that stuff but i guess that's tv shorthand for like i got a new lease on life or you know like i'm trying to get my shit together yeah i got purpose now or is this reverse foreshadowing for you gents Mm. huh Huh? <laughs> Wait, what? What do you think? What do you think? Here, here comes the here comes the beard portion of the show. Oh man, <laughs> I want I want that portion. I love it when the TV when when TV in general just shorthand stuff for and they're just like yeah beard. It means he's not in a good way. He's kind of disheveled. <laughs> Like, are you clean? Like, are you a clean-shaven person? Then you're totally, you know. Then you're totally fucked up. <laughs> like bearded people, shorthand for like this guy's having a hard time. Yeah, that you say as you point to your beard. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm constantly in the middle of having a hard time. 
Yeah, beard, beards on TV either mean one of two things. One, you've been going through some shit recently. Or two, you're in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the biggest complaints about Lost was they, they introduced mysteries in the show that they never answered, right? Yeah. I, I made a joke about the co- coconut thing, but there's, in one of the later, well, earlier seasons, there's a, there's a mystery that is weird like that, uh-huh. similar, that just never gets answered. Uh, but I bring that up because the outrigger or whatever, mm. like the, the people shooting at, at them when they are all rowing the boat as fast as they can, like that never gets answered who those those people are. Right? That's right. I yeah, remember we, that. We've seen every episode after this and that no one's shooting at people from a canoe. Right. That oh. doesn't ever come back. I remember that. I remember that exact thing. And then I think people are trying to like come up with... Uh, with answers for it on Reddit. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know if this is after the show was completed, but somebody came up with something. But I don't know if it... I don't think it's canon. And I don't think we can kind of rely on that. So mm. you just got to make up whatever you want to make up. Because I... Yeah, it's so strange. Like, they never... That... You're right. Like, I remember at that point in time watching it that that whole thing never gets resolved. Yeah. We don't so, know who the fuck we, So you, you guys are wondering uh, where the people that were shooting at them was from. Oh no! I'm wondering when they were shooting at them. <laughs> well, there are clues. Um, they find a uh, an Ajira Airways water bottle there. So this is after the Ajira flight mm. crashes. And that that's a foreshadowing thing. Yeah, it doesn't happen between when that plane lands on the island and when it takes off on the island because we've seen all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So this happens afterwards. When Jack's dead and Hurley is now the new Jacob. Oh. So those people in that canoe were probably others under the direction of Hurley to shoot anyone else that they see in a canoe. Interesting. That's uh. one of Hurley's laws. Interesting. Yeah. Ah. Oh, I, 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 want, I want that to be true. <laughs> wow. Hurley's kind of a dick. If yeah. he just like ordering people to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the fun loving guy the yeah. entire time. He's like, But he turns into a, a horrendous dictator. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Power hungry despot. <laughs> have you guys heard about this this prison study? It's pretty well known. Where like they took um, maybe like a, a, a group of people um, and they just got them together for the study. They divided half of them into prisoners, the other half into prison guards. Mm-hmm. And then like over the course of like something like three days or something, you could see that the prison guards started getting way too big for their britches, and they started really doing a lot of shitty things to fuck with the prisoners. And this is all an experiment, and it's just, it it's like. The idea of giving somebody power or absolute power, you know, that the, that old saying. Yeah, but there's there's a study done that, you know, whoever is in charge always ends up fucking things up towards the end. I wonder if that's what happened with Hurley here. <laughs> He's like, I'll be the best leader of the island ever. And then next thing you know, he's just like fucking killing people. It's got to be like a scene out of like Apocalypse Now with Marlon Brando. It's like people come to see Hurley and he's just got a bunch of bloody bodies off, hanging up in trees and shit. <laughs> I believe that uh, that study is the uh, Stanford prison study. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, also, uh, the thing about power that you were talking about is uh, the power corrupts absolute. Power corrupts absolutely. I always thought it was absolute power comes with absolute responsibility. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, that that one that one is uh, evil Uncle Ben. That said that. <laughs> uh, the uh, power corrupts one, I believe, is by Lord Acton, who. Uh, for many years, I thought his name was Lord Action. And I was just <laughs> so like, God, what a fucking cool name. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the best rapper name you can have. Lord Action. Yeah. It's like, oh man, somebody give me the beat and I'm about to flow. Who is this? It's Lord Action. It's Lord Action. Uh, <laughs> featuring like, Wolf Blitzer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Music video produced by Dick Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of like law and order montage throughout the whole music and maybe like it's just it's a green screen with like the rapper standing in front of like iced tea and and like <laughs> whatever <laughs> all the other cast members there there was a dude that used to write for law and order named speedweed is that for real no yeah. way yeah Wait, speed was his first name yes and his last name was weed yes like his speed name was weed? speedweed what, what a weird like conflicted being like <laughs> speed weed like like I, I just want to chill but i'm also i'm also speedy <laughs> i'm trying to get hype and i'm also trying to mellow out i'm trying to hello out i'm the hypest chill bro you ever meet or the chillest hype bro yeah i don't know we also get more sawyer juliet stuff like they did <laughs> this is this is not 
ter- whatever. But like Juliet's sitting on the beach at night in the storm. She's like, oh, we didn't get a chance to finish our conversation. Remember when people started shooting at us and the light flashed <laughs> and then like we're in the middle of a storm. What's going on with you? And I'm like, what? 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 And, and Sawyer tries to get out of it. What conversation? I don't remember a conversation. <laughs> I'm a man. I don't have feelings. Feelings are for other people, not for me. I'm surprised that he didn't just like stand up immediately, go walk out into the water. <laughs> Another thank you, Lord, and we're done. Uh-huh. She says that, and then she just stares at him with such an intense stare for too long. Yeah. I, I wish that scene would have just ended just with them staring at each other. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it seems to me like the guess it could have been directed it seems almost like an actor's choice like she chose that but she always seems to like she does those half smirks and i guess that's just actor choice like where she kind of does her thing and then she just kind of like you know like hangs up nobody could see that on the podcast but i mean a, I mean a juliet burke half smirk we'll, we'll describe it so he turned into a blonde smirk. yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, she's 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 weird and if you if you want to uh, do the burke smirk that well you need to get to work Please, get to work on your Burke smirks and uh, send it to us. Twitter us your Burke smirks. Yeah, your yeah get Julia to work Burke. on your Burke's, Burke smirk jerks. All right, please. <laughs> and uh, for everybody in the... Or you could just, like, look at the hashtag and not actually, like, join in. You just lurk. Uh, <laughs> you can lurk on the Burke smirk. Hey, but that's that's nobody's business but the Turks. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite Star Trek captain was Kirk. <laughs> Everybody here is about to get murked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, time to kill that bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Juliet does her whole "Tell me what, tell me what happens," and Sawyer just kind of gives her the that uh, lost trophy. I don't know if it's trophy in other things. Probably is, but the whatever happened happened, or this thing is done, and that's pretty much where he kind of lays it. Oh, and then he goes into the whole cave thing. But yeah, yeah. You guys know how in in Futurama in the first episode. When when Fry is sitting in that chair and it tips over and you can see that shadow of a uh, nibbler. Of nibbler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think when we get to the episode with Kate and uh, Claire having her baby, like you can see the shadow of Sawyer standing there with a rifle? Well, I oh. think that we are definitely not going to see that because <laughs> that would imply that they're planning this out seasons in advance. Uh, what I was expecting the show to do would be to have uh, Sawyer try and, like, leave and, like, step on a twig or something. <laughs> and then have them go, what's that? So that they can call back without actually showing that. Yeah. And being like, ah, oh, we finally solved one of the mysteries that we wrote three years ago. <laughs> nah, probably not. Uh, I would be very surprised if that was the case. But my initial reaction is it's probably... Also, George Lucas isn't in charge of this, so he didn't go back and digitally add Sawyer into the background. He's yeah. gonna digitally add, like, Sawyer's shadow. So you see, like, the shadow of a very handsome man. Yeah, he's riding a Ronto. Yeah. Hair blowing in the wind. And, yeah. and instead of a baby, it's a walkie-talkie. <laughs> also, we get a view of the French team that we saw in the last yeah. episode. So we know that they're kind of stuck what, in the 80s? 88? Something like that. Yeah, it's 88. Rousseau. Yeah, yeah, well, we get Daniel LaRusso. Oh, Not well. Daniel LaRusso. <laughs> Not Daniel LaRusso. I think we made that joke last time. <laughs> yes. Fuck it, that joke is awesome. <laughs> I want to make so love to that joke. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, here, here's a question that I have. They found Jin floating in the ocean. And the thing is, we know that these people, it doesn't matter how far away from each other they are. Right. They'll just keep jumping through time. So has Jin just been jumping from different time in the ocean to different time in the ocean like he doesn't know like that he's traveling through time he just sees bright flashes and gets headaches right while he's on the ocean yeah so he just thinks he's like dehydrated and has sunstroke or something yeah he's just like he probably does it was just like nighttime like a second ago (laughs) i did i how did i not drown i thought if i lost consciousness in this ocean i I thought i was like done for but yeah good old chin (laughs) pulling through (laughs) flashing through time in the ocean (laughs) Uh, that's a, that's a solid question. I, I never stopped to consider that. I never found the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all I've got. <laughs> but yeah, they they established that uh, they're the only ones that are jumping around in time because Sawyer says he was close enough to Claire and Kate to touch them, but they weren't dragged through time when he was. Also, did they see a flash of light? Or hear that magnetic buzzing? Or is that light and 
the noise all in the heads of uh, the characters who are jumping through time. Yeah. I feel like we see in the, in the next episode when when Jin gets flashed through time with uh, with Daniela Russo. Mm-hmm. Just regular Daniel. <laughs> Damn it, I can't say it now. I just want to say Daniel Russo. Just, just say it. Yeah, she's got the rifle on him, and then he disappears. Like, and she sees him later. It's like, oh, you disappeared, like right in front of me. Mm-hmm. So like, she didn't seem like she noticed the flashes. Yeah. Or I guess the magnetic sound or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's 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 diegetic only to the travelers. Huh. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. And I don't know one one last thing that I made a note of. You guys remember at, at the end of this episode, they showed the French team like they're in that um whatever life raft or whatever. They get to the they get to the shore and um, they have all their packs, they have their water, <laughs> they have their guns, and then they just happen to have like a wet violin case yeah. Like, yeah which is fine i guess you need that on on trips it's not too weird to have but it's just it's so weird to see because like he kind of tips open he tips over the uh the violin case and it is just kind of like water pours out and he's just like oh shit like i grabbed everything that we needed to grab <laughs> i grabbed my guns and everything else i just didn't grab my god I, well i grabbed my violin but now it's ruined or whatever <laughs> and i know i've got a wet strata well is that a what... euphemism for something <laughs> i think it's a Maybe. sex act is <laughs> a bow involved? Um, they never say what kind of science they're doing, so maybe it's it's violin related <laughs> in the South Pacific. <laughs> uh, that's great. South I would love Pacific to violin science. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my violin. <laughs> so get somebody maybe like whale scientists. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. That would be that would be a pretty decent explanation. What's the effect of violins on the native whale? Population? Don't worry, this group of eighties, nineteen, what nineteen eighties French scientists will give you the answer. <laughs> we'll explain to you via the violin. <laughs> Is I, that I, don't, I don't even know if that's a French. <laughs> that sounded accent. so Czechoslovakian. <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't know. Give us your French. That was <laughs> my my French accent is based one hundred percent on Jean Renault in the professional. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's got like five lines in them. One of those lines was him trying to uh, be John Wayne. <laughs> Wait, what movie is this? Jean Renault in the professional. Leon. Oh fuck. Okay, yeah, yeah. Natalie Portman and all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. D- didn't he do a man? This is a horrible movie. Sorry for bringing it up, but was it? Didn't he do that in Godzilla? Yes, with Matthew yeah. Broderick. What? <laughs> he did it's like a Matthew Broderick John Godzilla. Wayne impression. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I I want to make I want to say roundabout. Right, they came in a roundabout. <laughs> uh, so they're French Canadian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Thank awesome. You. Thank you. <laughs> you fin- you f- you finish that joke. The way it needed to be finished. <laughs> you guys, this is why you guys download this podcast. Please keep coming back for more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's all I got in terms of notes. Anybody else got anything to finish up what we got? It's got, got some Easter egg, Easter egg corner. Please. Um, Saeed was out for over 42 hours. What the fuck was that about? <laughs> Just, uh, you know, one of those numbers. Because later on in the same scene, we find out that Kate, her address is 42 Panorama Crest. Because oh. they're like, oh, we got to use these numbers. But we don't want to come up with. We don't want to remember what the, any of the other numbers are when we're writing this. We'll just use forty-two again. What's really funny is they start the very next episode with one of the French guys listing off all the other yeah. numbers. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So they were saving them for it for the next episode. I, I imagine that uh, the one guy who's in charge of remembering all the numbers was in the bathroom. <laughs> From what we've been seeing, do we do, do we know what the numbers are by heart for the show? For the show, we've I don't seen know what them they are. In order, getting getting hammered into the the hatch door i see that's right yeah. right we see that later on in the season that we've already covered yeah was it like 8 16 32 or 8 15 16 23 42 8 yeah. 6 7 <laughs> i remember five, yeah five yeah, yeah. i remember i used to like when the show was on i used to think about the numbers for like a hot like it used to be on my mind a lot like i used to think about it maybe once every like every episode and i just go to work and be like yeah four eight 16, 13, as, as you're as you're counting money, yeah. Like, four, eight. I did work at a bank, by the way. You gotta start again, yeah, and you got fired. And I got fired for giving everybody forty two dollars. <laughs> like I'm trying to put money into my account. Uh, here's your forty two dollars, sir. I'm trying to put money in my account. Your forty two dollars. 
Good day, sir. <laughs> the average man thinks of sex every six seconds. The average lost fan thinks of the number 42. Every 42 seconds. I thought that you were yeah, going to come up with one of the look. other numbers. No, I did, you, know, you already said it. So Also, it's 842 right now. That's weird. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, there you have it, Is guys. Is it one of the other numbers? Yes. Oh, my God. God, this is getting, this is getting too weird. We need, where's Miles? <laughs> we need a man from Encino to kind of give us a little information. Uh, also, some uh, local locations we saw in this episode. We've got uh, Claire's mom staying at that motel, which is actually the Pacific Marina Inn. Yeah, I used to work there, which was kind of fun. Um, there's so many prostitutes there. <laughs> it was... It was the smallest little. It was like it's actually a motel. It's not even a hotel. It's a it's a motel. I used to be the night auditor there. <laughs> it's so funny to... that uh, motels are the ones that the hoes go to. <laughs> you would think that would yeah. be a hotel. Yeah, mm. and I think all the mo's go to the hotel. Uh, what what is a mo? <laughs> Google it, you guys. Yeah, it's from The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no that that hotel. Only I, the flaming mo's. I think I was <laughs> I was like maybe two three years out of high school. And I was working at this place as a night auditor. So I would, like, uh, tabulate all the room stuff during the night. And that worked from, like, 10 to 6 or something like that. And not once, but twice. This is this is the kind of place it was. They um, There was a sting operation where cops were there to, like, <laughs> catch people. And then, like, there was several. Like, there might have been two sting operations that I was there for. And, like, I'm just watching on the security camp all these cops kind of hanging out by the soda machines. And, like, there's a bunch <laughs> of them. And then there's just, like, some un- unknowing criminal coming out of the thing going to get ice. And then you just you get tackled. And you don't hear nothing. <laughs> you just see, like, a bunch of cops from the soda machine area just tackle this guy. It happened twice. And, like, and then, like, there was always, like, uh, you know, I think prostitutes coming in and out of the yeah. hotel. And our, our manager used to know. He used to just be like, two more days and then, you know, we're, we're done with you. Like, that's it. <laughs> okay, it wasn't one of those uh, uh, hotels by the hour. No, no. Okay. Yeah, it was like a you you get it for the night or whatever. It was, it was a fun time. It yeah. was a fun job. And in Hawaii, it is still legal for police officers to have sex with prostitutes in order to arrest them for being prostitutes. I, is, thought, I thought they just changed that. I thought that yeah, I thought they changed it. Back. That's, that's a, a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. Holy no fuck. shit. <laughs> no, really? That's... Yeah. And then I think they were trying to get rid of it, and then God. maybe they did, and they brought it back or what? something like that. Somebody look it up. I, I believe that that law was on the books. And then uh, someone noticed it and was like, "We should probably change this." So you hear that, all of all of our listeners in law enforcement. If you're a cop, come to Hawaii. You can have sex with as many prostitutes as you want, as long as it's a sting operation. Yeah, and as long as you arrest them. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of that episode that we did previously, right? Where like look, Sawyer has sex with a woman oh, and yeah. then arrests oh, her. the werewolf. Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> I, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, there's one where, like, he has sex, and then he just says some password out loud, and, like, a bunch of cops come in and, like, arrest the woman. Yeah. Like, he just had sex with this lady. <laughs> also, also, she growled like a wolf. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I assumed that she's a werewolf. Yeah. It's one of the mysteries of the show that I hope is going to get explained yeah. later. Well, it's actually well. There's a Duran Duran episode <laughs> earlier in this <laughs> series. The Duran Durans are uh, actually the precursor to the others. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that means. Oh my god! That's All great. Right. It's, uh, it's time for plugs. Let's go with Brandon first. Sir, where can we find you on the internet, shall we, if we wish to come and find you? Well, if, you, if you'd like to find me, there are many ways you can do that. I am on Twitter. Um, which Twitter do I uh, Just, you know, Rick and Morty Pod, obviously. Uh, Steve the Heeb is my other one on Twitter. At Steve the Heb. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's short for Steve the Hebrew. It's a long story. Somebody <laughs> thought I looked like Steve Gutenberg at a party. And then they introduced me as Steve. And then... Like, a year and a half later, one of my friends was like, hey, have you seen Brandon? And like, who? Brandon. Like, Steve? <laughs> like, no, yeah, his name is, his real name is Brandon. Uh, so Steve the Heeb has stuck with me for years. Nice. <laughs> nice. I love that. Yeah, so that that's where you find me. Perfect. Chat? Uh, as always, uh, feel free to drop by my website, negative1.net. Sweet. And uh, you can find me at anevis003 on Twitter. Uh, if you don't know it, just follow our podcast, What Bro Pod, and you'll find me from there. Yeah, we're, we're also on uh, Instagram now. So uh, also Ooh. at What Bro Pod. Yeah, so we'll see pictures of us there. Yeah, it's mostly pictures of us just enjoying life. You know, there might be a few of us like 
kind of cupping each other's buttocks in a manly, yeah. positive way. Yeah. And that's going to be on our Instagram. And if someone were interested in uh, seeing pictures of ice cream with numbers written on them, yeah. what kind of Twitter account could they follow, David? <laughs> uh, they should follow my Twitter account, at DKJ Comedy, which has almost 0% comedy and 99% pictures of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> so you mean 100% comedy. <laughs> uh, perfect. All yeah. right, cool. Well, thank you all for listening and for sharing and uh, reviewing the show and everything. That's awesome that you do guys do that. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week for uh, season three or season episode three of season five. We're getting close to the end. Episode five. five three. It's my height. Yeah. <laughs> and the episode is called Jughead. Oh, yeah. So uh, to close out this show, Chad, uh, what do you think Jughead's going to be about? Uh, it's going to be about Archie not, not being able to decide between two women. So uh, I'm going to get to watch this goddamn fucking love rectangle. (laughs) Perfect. All right, everybody. That's, That's another episode in the can. You know what to do. Get lost.